Vision After, after show. show. Welcome. Hello. Hi. <sighs> so you guys haven't seen me here. I think you might just have heard me if you watch Han's channel, but hi. <laughs> and all the artwork as well is oh, yeah. done by I am Rice Krispy. <laughs> that will be me. I am the Rice Krispy. So you can check her out on Instagram as well. And yeah, this is a Star Wars channel, but we wanted to mix things up a little bit since WandaVision came out and we're both pretty excited about that show. So we just watched it and we're going to talk about it today. So if you haven't seen it, this is filled with spoilers. Yeah, I recommend you probably watch it first, mm -hmm. unless you don't mind and we can just talk all about it and then you can watch and kind of see a little bit closer what's going on because there's a lot going on, even though it doesn't appear so at first, but they're mixing things up. So are we. So see. So let's do it. Yes. Okay, WandaVision is the new Disney Plus mini series that is out now. And the first two episodes premiered today. <laughs> yes. So it, this show blends the style of classic sitcoms with the MCU in which Wanda Maximoff and Vision, two superpowered beings living their ideal suburban lives, begin to suspect that everything is not as it seems. This show is created by Jack Schaefer. The first two episodes are directed by Matt Shackman, and the writers are Gretchen Enders and Jan Schaefer as well. Okay, so let's talk about the first two episodes. What yeah. were your first thoughts when it like first started? I mean, honestly, I didn't know what exactly to expect except for like 50s and 60s like aesthetic and just something being wrong, of course, because we kind of know that it can't just be straight up that. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't be a Marvel movie. Right. <laughs> I'm also, I saw like some memes about that too. And I'm like, kind of glad that this is very, very, very different because everyone's like, oh, they're going to try to like say how this mar follows a Marvel formula and that doesn't bring nothing new to the table. I'm like, no, this is very new to the extent that we were kind of worried that people weren't going to like respond well to it. Mm -hmm. But honestly, I think it's really well done. And I mean, honestly, it's good to try new things. Sometimes new things can go back and just give them a new spin. I thought it was really well done, like the stylization and just how deep they went into like even imitating the form of speaking and movement to like recreate this era, just bringing a new spin and just also still keeping true to the character, still being kind of wacky and super powered mm -hmm. <laughs> and a little odd. But still making it like, oh, yeah, this is this is I Love Lucy. Nothing weird going on here. But then there's like, obviously something extremely like bizarre. Yeah. So the I think the first episode is probably 50s. And then the second is more 60s. Because it looks like in the third one, it's going to be more of the 70s style. Yes. At least that's what I'm thinking. But yeah, I, right away, I love the... I love that it's in black and white, sticking yeah. true to that sitcom style. And also, I loved... Uh, when I was growing up, my mom was obsessed with I Love Lucy, I Dream of Dream Genie, and Bewitched, mm -hmm. and she made me and my brother watch those with her, like, every evening. You too? Well, not your mom, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I also watched, like, that, and, like, I had, like, a whole DVD set of, like, the Partridge Family, the Brady Bunch, and, like, all those sitcoms that they're gonna, like, go for, and, like, I know this. Mm -hmm. It's nice and familiar and nostalgic, even though I wasn't like not even a concept. <laughs> probably and it either. hit it straight on. It felt yeah. like it was from that time period yeah. or from that those type of uh, filmmakers. Uh, so I think um, Matt Shackman, Jack Schaefer did an amazing job capturing, right. capturing that style because it really did feel mm -hmm. just like it was from one of those shows. It didn't, mm -hmm. it didn't feel like it was trying to be something that it wasn't. Uh, the style was done very well. And it it wasn't just mimicking that old school 
golden age television style sitcom because it also had like its own thing to it as well especially every time because it's obvious the the world this takes place in isn't just isn't just for 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 fun sake of making a a disney plus tv show but there's actually something else a little bit deeper into it yes and every time the it would like the store the the show itself would break character if the if you're considering the show a character every time the show would break character and it started getting a little bit more like suspenseful or like eerie kind eerie, of eerie yeah. and it would have different it would like break into different like camera shots mm-hmm. and close-ups on their faces and i guess we'll go ahead and start talking about the actual plot points themselves so the moment i'm talking about is the moment where they're having dinner with the boss yeah and the boss's wife which was probably my favorite episode so far uh, yeah kitty i think that helped make it feel more like a sitcom than yeah. anything else i was hoping she'd come up in the 70s one but i'm glad uh, that she's like <laughs> oh she'll she'll definitely come back i'm she'll hoping because i love her so much she's so cute i'm expecting one of her laughs to be in the yeah. show at some point um but no she's she's great but yeah that that yeah. moment when the boss chokes Mr. Hart mm. and then it, it the it's almost like the kitty character I forgot her name Mrs. Hart Mrs. but she she almost like starts to like hit um go on oh. skip like a record player like yeah. almost a simulation didn't go as planned or something <laughs> and she keeps saying oh stop stop it stop like, it yeah and like the name but like <clears throat> she's looking at Wanda if you're looking at it like oh, yeah, yeah. she's like stop it stop it Harold or whatever <laughs> I'm like Mm, she's talking to Wanda <laughs> and that all started once they brought up well, what are they doing here like where did you come from how long have you been married etc so whatever doesn't fit their script in their head whether this show is like a simulation or it's I think the biggest theory going into this was that Wanda is doing this to herself so she can like relive a life she didn't get to have with Vision but I mean, now that we've seen it, there's obviously a, a thousand more theories you could present for yeah. the show. So did you have any like thoughts on that scene or what what the hell is going on in the show? Mean, there's like a couple that I have in mind. I mean, there's like obviously the whole like sword thing that we'll get into, but mm. I think they're trying to probably like extract information or maybe this is all within maybe the Mind Stone or something or within like Vision's AI. But then why is Wanda the one who's technically like in, implied to be in charge so I think maybe it's in like Wanda's mind since she's technically still alive. I don't know. Like it was kind of like the good placing where they put them in a simulation to like see what would happen. Oh yeah. Within different scenarios. Yeah. I don't know, but I don't know. I'm still kind of figuring it out. <laughs> so <laughs> do you think it's being done to Wanda or do you think Wanda is a part of it? I mean, they kept saying like, what did you do or what are you doing? Kind of. What are they doing to you? That voice on the radio? Yeah. What, where where did they put you or how did they, what did they? So I, I don't know, but I don't trust the beats. <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. I think, well, there was obviously the introduction of the Hydra commercials, which yeah. was already kind of, I guess, not spoiled, but someone already said that, that I read somewhere. And so I thought that was a cool tie-in, which obviously might have something to do with the story itself. Mm-hmm. And then while we were watching it, you mentioned something like brainwashing. Like, what if yeah. it is Hydra right. doing it? Because, I mean, also with the commercials could be kind of like <clears throat> subliminal messaging kind of thing, too. Because, like, the watch had Strucker, which is the guy who was, like, experimenting on Wanda and Piet- Piet- Pietro. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, like, 
maybe I'm butchering the names. I'm so sorry. But then like you also did have like a stark commercial with the toasters. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. But then you also have Sword, which is unrelated to Hydra as much as I know, because I know Shield had been infiltrated, but like, uh, I mm-hmm. don't know. I'm kind of still I feel like they're just dropping hints and like also very weird Easter eggs as we will get into in mm-hmm. the whole thing. But honestly, right now it's as much of a mystery as they're probably just keeping it under wraps so it kind of unfolds. That's kind of just like a little taste. <laughs> well, let's talk about the sword thing. So the whole first episode, as we said, we think is kind of like mocking the 50s style sitcom. Mm-hmm. And it was a great story with, you know, them kind of explaining the world in a way that kind of fit the story they were telling in that episode as well with the husband vision going to work and going to his work and being like what actually do i do here (laughs) like you're trying so hard to fit in it's so obvious that they're just so bizarre and Mm -hmm. out of place but they're like no no no, we got this we can probably like make it work and like look normal when the situation isn't normal either Mm -hmm. i mean none of it makes really any sense and (laughs) the whole yeah and the whole um i uh, the whole premise of that first episode is to impress the boss at the dinner and it gets mixed up with their potential anniversary because of the heart on the calendar which is really cute and funny and that's like that's what made it feel like uh that old school type of television show like not just the jokes but also kind of how they how they told stories back then which is kind of like you know crazy fun weird situations like that and then at the end of the first episode you find out that the show we're watching is actually a show in itself kind of like brought us into them in a way yeah kind of like making them like oh you're in a tv show but like not really kind of because you see it like when the credits roll it zooms out into like another television in the real world and someone is scribbling down on a notepad when they close the notepad you see sword sword guessed it we guessed it at first but then we looked it up later after the second viewing and then we saw it was the sword logo and uh i'm not too familiar with sword but we did find out that it is the it's the sentient world observation and response department there we go so they're a fictional counterterrorism and intelligence agency Mm -hmm. appearing in the american comic books published by marvel and its purpose is to deal with extraterrestrial threats to world security and the space-based counterpart of S.H.I.E.L.D., which deals with local threats to the world. So if this operation is run, if this show is run by a sword, what, with that description, what does this possibly mean for Wanda and what I the mean, purpose is? It's kind of a little bit, we'll have to kind of see how it ties in together because as far as I know, I mean, I mean, Vision is from Earth and Wanda as well, unless they do have some like celestial ties with them. Not celestials and the celestials, but like space. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had to clarify because I mean Marvel will just have every name under the book. Yep. <laughs> like they have tree, we got tree. <laughs> and the uh, also with sword coming into it could tie in with that Nick Fury TV show for yes. Disney Plus is coming in because he at the end of Spider Man Far From Home was shown to be up in the space station at Sword mm-hmm. headquarters, and so it might have something to tie in with that too. Mm-hmm. And Talos, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we also saw. In the trailer, the like special look trailer yeah. for uh, that came out just after the first two episodes premiered was like the yeah the the featurette had a bunch of spoilers <laughs> yeah, in it but whatever. Um, it's really cool in it was the FBI agent from yes. Ant Man. 
the I don't I don't remember his name, but he was in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. So which means to me, like I was kind of nervous at first going into this show that it was going to like they were going to separate like cinematic universe mm-hmm. from the television universe and just kind of do their own thing on TV mm-hmm. rather than it all connecting. Because I was like, you know, how are people going to one have time for all the shows they announced, but it looks like they're doing it, you know, not at the same time. And so it's nice to know that it's actually going to relate to the movies too. So it's kind of like not fan service, but it's like, uh, uh, congrats. Like here's a reward for watching everything. And Mm -hmm. because I don't think you have to watch it. I think it's the movies to see kind of thing. Yeah. Cause the show, the first episode itself, I think sets it up really well for people who haven't watched age of Ultron or, uh, Infinity War and Endgame, which I think are the only ones Wanda is in, and Civil War. Yes. Um, but yeah, it was, it was just, again, it was done really well. And also with the end of that first um, credits, uh, you saw something on Twitter. Yes. So go ahead and say, share <laughs> Speaking that. Speaking of super bizarre and like kind of deep cutty like Easter eggs, they did. I kind of noticed like it was kind of strange how they had like fake credits for the fake show that they're in. And they said, oh, directed by Abe Brown. I'm like, hmm, weird. So I was scrolling through Twitter and then I see that Abe Brown, he's an actual character in the MCU. And it's not what you'd expect. It's from uh, home- Homecoming? Mm-hmm. Homecoming. Yes, Homecoming. So you guys remember the, the school that Peter Parker goes to and he's in the decathlon, right? So Abe Brown is one of those kids in that decathlon. How did he write a show in the 50s? Well, it's not in the 50s, but (laughs) (laughs) that's a kid. But I guess maybe they either just were like, oh, whatever names do they have on the database of characters? It was in that world. Maybe I just just put like a random one to see like if anyone catches it. I wonder if the rest of them are characters as well. I'd have to check that out. It probably could have been. And honestly, good old Abe, honest Abe may not even show up. It just could have been that little (laughs) Easter egg. Yeah, I don't think so. (laughs) It'd still be cool though. No, Peter. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I forgot what he sounds like. He's like a kid. I think he has an accent, though. I don't remember. I'll have to watch it again. <laughs> he seemed nice, though. Power then, to you, Abe. Get your writing credits. Yep. And then I think the biggest egg in episode two is <laughs> you. No, no, no. The egg. The chicken that turns eggs. I'm kidding. <laughs> when she the... went too far. And... Oh, Sorry, oh, yeah. <laughs> when she turned the the chicken into, into eggs. eggs that was that was pretty funny the whole the whole thing was really it's cute really, all the jokes are really cute it's so clever too like you'd think that i mean some people are like oh it's cringy i'm like it's clever though because that's kind of like the comedy but also like kind of updating it to be like more in tune with the characters too but yeah because some of the jokes wouldn't have been oh no <laughs> back then <laughs> oh, I, don't I don't i don't mas- master kate <laughs> like no no i don't do that <laughs> Uh, okay on top of that then i want to i want to add that the acting from the characters was really well done as well because they're i mean for some reason they're they're still in their character as wanda and vision but they changed it to match the the aesthetic of the show in that style Mm -hmm. but i still feel like i'm watching wanda and vision from the mcu as well so it's so Mm -hmm. uh, i feel like that's a really hard task I feel like with Vision, it's a little bit more like normal, I guess, for him to be in that setting, even though he is literally a typing machine, even though yeah. people <laughs> completely tell you otherwise. But with Wanda, I mean, like, her, I guess, like, 
I mean, yeah, the essence is there, but they do like make them like camouflage themselves, but not too much that it's a little bit too suspicious. But with Vision being more of a reserved, like robotic kind of feel, it just kind of like lends itself really well to be more in the 50s where you're a little bit more like, mm-hmm. I don't know, not too expressive in a way that's like very, I mean, I don't know if that's the word I was looking for. You know what I mean, right? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I love how they keep how the vision keeps they keep doing that joke where he's like oh i don't eat whatever. Yes, it's like, i don't eat food <laughs> and then uh, everyone's like looking at him it's like stuff like that it's like it's really not jokey but it's really funny in that situation so and then with uh episode two the egg i was getting to oh. was uh monica rambo's daughter yes. and I, casting on that like, yeah i knew i knew that so character was going to be in it because everyone was talking about it i just didn't know who so when that woman the lady in charge of the um or there was a member of that uh, committee? school committee, yeah. For the children. For the children. For the good. <laughs> That's why I kept thinking about like for the greater good from like how fuzz. So I think she'll. It's, it's off. <laughs> I think she'll play a uh, a bigger role as well because why else would you have that character name in there? Mm. But the question is, with the characters that we know already that exist in the universe that are in the show, such as Miss Rambo, mm-hmm. are they are they a part of the simulation? where they don't know about it or are they aware of it and they're playing along because it seems like some people like um the the right side neighbor i don't remember her name agnes she oh she's great (laughs) it seems like she doesn't know that something's going on because there was that moment in episode two when uh, she's uh, Wanda said something and then she was kind of like frozen like it's almost like when you like go to a an NPC in a game and you try to give yeah. an action that they don't know how to respond to they just kind of repeat the same thing or freeze right. and that's what it felt like with that and also with um with the the kitty character Miss Hart mm-hmm. she felt like an NPC as well because like mm-hmm. she didn't know how to respond when the guy started choking like oh that's out of like my known uh, programming I don't know what to do and every time something like that happens it, it seems to like get into that eerie feeling that you were mm-hmm. talking about, which I like. Start glitching pretty much, kind of. Yeah. Which yeah. is funny because I was watching like the thing that they did before the release, the live stream on YouTube, and it started glitching. And I'm like, <laughs> is it, part is of it on purpose? <laughs> <laughs> like at this point, they could literally just play it off and be like, oh no, yeah, that was, yeah, we meant to do that. <laughs> but it wasn't intentional. I don't think so because it was like a very <laughs> weird moment with the Rambo girl. And she's just like, it was something the show the show maybe it was i don't know i forgot i recorded it and sent it to you i'm like mm-hmm. uh so i don't know what's going on but maybe it's on purpose <laughs> <laughs> but um oh sorry going back to the npc whole thing i think yeah kitty and agnes were probably created for the simulation oh but i think maybe with rambo either she volunteered but she's like wiped of the memory because i don't think she would be like a bad person i think she's there to help wanda i really hope she doesn't betray her because i feel like they have a really nice friendship so far but i think with agnes it's more like a distraction tactic too because she keeps trying to like pull her away from things if you notice she kept trying to like break into the kitchen going to like the front door with pineapple yeah yeah try to distract her from like the red like little helicopter with the sword yeah so I don't know. I think she's more there to be like, hey, look over here <laughs> kind of thing. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's no, yeah. my imagination, honestly, though. I think so. Um, the one thing I kept thinking about while watching it was uh, I get heavy Truman Show vibes yes. where the world that they're living in like starts to expose it 
as like as fake yeah and like whatever that banging was which was it it was clearly not the tree and whoever is running the simulation made it the tree app yeah. to try and cover up whatever it was do you think because at first i thought it was like the helicopter then i think it might have been the pothole yeah maybe and i well i think the one outside was the helicopter yeah. it was probably someone trying to send a message or mm -hmm. some kid playing and it I also get Under the Dome vibes, the Stephen King oh, book, yeah. which is also a show. I think I didn't watch it, but there was also the thing in the in the featurette where Rambo goes up to it and starts touching it. So I think it's kind of like Under the Dome kind of cabinet. Oh, there was a dome, thing, yeah, where she goes like through yeah. things, starts like glitching and having like holographic kind of. Yeah. Like... So I think there is a literal dome mm -hmm. or like walls, and they, they kind of did break the fourth wall with the whole kind of like calling out how this is like doesn't fit. Mm -hmm. So I think there is something like fishy going on. Maybe it's literally an area, kind of like the Truman Show too, and you can get in and get out. And they're just wondering yeah. like that because I mean, then how does the FBI guy go in? Because I think they're in the yeah. same world. Yeah. The other question is what the heck was the bee <laughs> farmer, the key beekeeper doing <laughs> what that? Was that? <laughs> Crawling in from the sewers <laughs> with a bunch bees. of bees around <laughs> sewage bees. Uh, I don't, I don't. Do you have any idea what the hell? Honestly, I knew the show was going to be weird, but yeah. Or do you think it's kind of like a radiation or like spacesuit? But they try oh, but that's to how they interpret it. Keeper, because that's like what, yeah, to like yeah. make it fit into the whole like aesthetic. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> See, but the th oh, okay. So here's, so we're both on the same page that this is probably a simulation of some sort, whether it is. Uh, digital or just like in a in a, a virtual world like a dome or something but the i totally lost what i was going to say are we going to get digimon in there digimon i'm kidding i don't get it <laughs> i don't know because it's all digital oh sorry we can cut that whole thing out <laughs> i don't know what you're going to say oh while he's thinking about what he was going to say, I'm going to say something really funny. So they were going to do, like, I mean, we know they're going to do like different eras and we're getting into like the color. So I know that they're going to do the 90s at one point and they said it is based literally on Full House. And I thought it was really funny oh. that they said they were not going to get um, Mary-Kate and Ashley to be the oh, twins. Oh, that would have been funny. <laughs> that would have been so funny. That would have been so funny. <laughs> but they do have twins. Yeah. So. <laughs> and she just miraculously became pregnant out of nowhere. That was so, that's my worst nightmare. <laughs> it's like suddenly, wow, pregante. <laughs> Pregantinant. Okay, I remember what I was going to say. It okay. was the, uh, if they're in the simulation, virtual or, or real life, um, the, if this takes place after Endgame, Vision is dead. Vision doesn't exist. So. There is no vision of Sen Bossing say. <laughs> <laughs> so if it is after Endgame, which I believe it is, vision does not exist. And I think they just gave us an Easter egg that the vision in that show is a ro robot or some kind of animatronic, oh, probably made by Stark, because we did get the Stark Easter egg. Oh, yeah. And then when they showed the animated ver version of him with the gum, it was it was gears. So maybe it's like telling us, hey, this is a robot. It's not like a a, a mind game but it's like mm -hmm. and something was oh. created like someone at stark or something created yeah. or sword created a vision look-alike robot to trick wanda 
the thing is, like, at the same time, like, I mean, Vision is a robot and created by Stark. So technically... Oh, is he a robot? Because I thought he was a bio... Kind of, yeah. So he does have, like, biological, like, aspects to it because of the whole technological thing that they brought in Ultron. But he he does have robotic elements. Yeah, so he's basically a machine. That's why he was like, oh, no, no, I'm not a machine. Oh, okay. Like, because he is... uh, android i guess you could call him okay so that theory is gone so maybe they're trying to bring him back by kickstarting his memory back by using wanda maybe, maybe. she's trying to like recreate him because she, she could create things out of nowhere so yeah maybe. but what about the mind stone because that was destroyed yeah so how would that come back oh there was a new mind stone or this ties into whole, the whole Loki thing, and I'm probably just like spitballing here. And they like with the Loki uh, series, it can go back to where it's reformed, and that way they can get the Mind Stone back and just remake Vision and then reinstate his memories from later. Smart. Noise. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but also, speaking of the whole thing, when like the gum goes into him, I love the bewitched little drawings mm-hmm. and the ah! intro. <laughs> i said i would watch that entire show just like that if if it if they made that i would totally just watch that i hope they do a little bit more like more parodies of like intros as well not like direct parodies like they said like how they're not going to do literally full house but like to just the style of the era and kind of how everything kind of was i'm really excited to see that I wish they, what if they, I mean, it's Disney. They could probably do like a 2000s and make it like Lizzie McGuire <laughs> and have the little like inner Wanda and Mitch and be like, no, and they're like, oh yeah, sure, I'll do that <laughs> kind of thing. Like, I I don't know. That would be really cute. Maybe that's it just would. me wishful thinking. But like, like little teaser they put for like a later episode where it's kind of like more modern day and it's seen very modern family because she's like literally talking to the camera. She's like, oh, I'm I'm fine. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. Big mood, girl. (laughs) But then at the same time, that's me after the second episode. I'm like, I need answers. I need to know what is going on. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. I'm just really excited, really invested. Hopefully you guys are too, because we have a lot to talk about for this week and more. Uh, Yeah, the show definitely brings up a a lot of questions. And I mean, what I noticed with a lot of television shows is that have this type of like uh, mystery box element mm. like lost or like like under the dome mm. or like uh there was this one a long time ago it was called like shatter or something like that i can't remember but they they oftentimes have a bunch of questions that ha- grab you and leave you like wanting to know more and watch mm. to keep watching the show and then those shows don't answer the questions now i trust like the mcu like they yeah. answer everything right but- everything ties in in some way even if it's like super weird and far-fetched, but they're like, no, 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 it's going to make sense. Believe me. But my, like the thing is we only have, I think it's six, six episodes, episodes of this. So it, or I, I mean, I read somewhere that there was, it was originally six. Each one was an hour long and then they extended it to nine. I don't know if that's true or not. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, then we have nine episodes, mm-hmm. but regardless, it's a limited series, which also yeah. makes me upset because mm-hmm. I really loved, I could watch that style like all day. And it might just be because we know the characters, but seeing it in like 50s form or 60s form, I really did enjoy. And it's like, it's just something relaxing mm-hmm. and just pure entertainment. It's not like 
it's not like watching the Mandalorian, which I also really enjoy, but it's like, okay, where are we going? What's next? What's next? It's just like, oh, I can just sit down and enjoy it. Like, I don't have to stress as much as, well, as a, a little, little bit, bit. Or a little bit a lot <laughs> but it's like simple stories like the one yeah. with like the magic show well, like that's just show. like yeah Impress the buzz all right thing. like i love how it's so simple but that's just like the type of the iceberg and then it's like a whole like mess under that and they're like what's going on and they just can't figure it out yet and so can we so speaking of like i really i mean i do wish it was longer i think that if they make it shorter it probably will be much more concise and prevent like getting too convoluted or run its like course and just keep going but i kind of do wish that we kind of got a little bit like maybe after doing decades it could be like genres of things and then we can oh, get more cool. animated stuff it'd be so cute maybe yeah. i'm just thinking a little bit too much like fairly odd parents channel surfers or channel mm-hmm. chasers and like have anime have like weird like sci-fi have like <laughs> western vision <laughs> i don't know that'd be really like, cool oh it would be so cool to get like a steampunk and have him have oh, like yeah. all his like little gears and like little oh, that would be goggles. cool yeah i don't know maybe i'm just a little bit like going off the rails here but it would just be really cool to have like push a little bit further maybe they could have like one episode where it just like glitches and just blows up into like i don't know oh that'd be really cool too yeah, yeah. i i think all of this just is a testament to the creators i think they really captured you know essence of the mcu mm-hmm. and also essence of old early sitcoms Essence. There we go. <laughs> uh, so again, Jack Schaefer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if we had a Dark Crystal, <clears throat> Netflix. A dark Crystal, on- oh, dark Crystal Two. Yes, please, please bring it back. Desperate here. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, Jack Schaefer, Matt Shackman, Gretchen Enders. They, it's just, it's made very well. It's just it, I think they've done a great job, both, you know, making it relevant and interesting to modern day viewers and also mm-hmm. capture like just feeling like it's from, from a long there, time ago but like made for today kind of thing yeah I was, I was telling you this before it's so funny how i thought maybe because i'm so used to like disney plus shows like the mandalorian like what if i'm like who is this directed by who's the second one directed by it's the same person <laughs> a brown did not do this but i'm like hey also it would be fun since they're doing like different decades. I know this was like the season premiere altogether. So maybe the next episodes will be by different people or in collaboration with different people. That would be interesting. But I do also appreciate if it's all one person to keep it more cohesive. I think it, I think it will be all be the Matt, uh, Matt Shackman guy. Because at the D23, Kevin Feige brought, only brought him and, oh. and Gretchen Enders out on stage. Kevin. And said these are our, I think Gretchen is also directing one coming up Ooh. soon. But I think it's just them. Mm. They're the um, showrunners of this, I think. But I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, whatever they're doing, like, even if it's just them, like, I just feel like they're just, I feel like they have a lot of love for these, like, decades and TV shows. Because yeah. Because they just capture the aesthetic, the essence, the, the essence. aura of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, like, it's, it's just so much, like, a love letter to the, like, the evolution of television and also storytelling, how they're doing it. Like, it can be something so simple, but they can do so much with it. Even if it's a fake world, it can also inform their real world. Maybe also our real world. Maybe I'm being too cheesy, but... No, yeah. <laughs> what a creative idea to do this WandaVision, like, just the way they're doing it. Because, I mean, most people are turned off by black and white. Yeah. And the fact that it's MCU will probably draw people too. to it. 
like bring appreciation to because i mean like you were saying most kids probably nowadays would be like oh it's black and white i don't like that unless yeah. they're like some hipster kid who's like oh i only watch a24 that's me i'm kids okay <laughs> but <laughs> i don't know i feel like it will bring a lot more people to appreciate different styles and different decades and be like i mean i mean yeah there were some like that's not going on in the past but tv wise it was pretty cool and it's even cooler now because we can have like diversity in there have like rambo go in there and like be a hero and not be like sidetracked because of something that she can't control because she's a cool character and cool person yeah that got kind of weird sorry i just i'm just really happy to see stuff like that be a little bit more open to people me too well i I don't have anything else to say i think i said everything i do do you have any last minute thoughts um i mean now that you ask me i don't (laughs) (laughs) but i thought i had some so maybe we'll check in next week and see what we think i'm excited to see the 70s style i saw some like screenshots and video of it and they look so cute (laughs) and i'm just really excited to see that whole like era and I just loved when it went from black and white to color really slowly around them. And it just looks so magical, but technological and just like slightly iridescent. I'm just like, this is what I like. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just really excited to also see, because I saw it in like the behind the scenes and featurettes, like how much work they put into like the, even like the whole set, the costuming, it's all in the colors. They did visions makeup and then they did the black and white. Of course, everything was done like as it would have been back then so i just i'm so glad that we can fully appreciate it for how it looks like yeah and see the full spectrum literally of their colors so i'm really excited about that yeah i'm really excited about the show i mean the best part is you don't it's so weird Mm -hmm. you don't know what what to expect and (laughs) i mean there's tons of theories on there about what's going on and i don't I don't think anybody's right, honestly. Yeah. I mean, Kevin Feige has a way of like bringing in creators <laughs> to come up with like the most ridiculous yeah. outcome, <laughs> but it also it's also it's it's concise and it like it makes sense and it's it works for whatever story they're going to tell. So I'm really excited. I'm excited to find out what's going on, or at least have a little bit more clue so we can speculate more and probably not be too far off. And yeah. So I don't know. I just want to see because I mean we saw that like Cat Dennings is coming back, Ultron is coming back. Like Ultron was here, like everyone's here. Well, not everyone, but it's really, it's a really cool party that we're in for. So I'm party excited. time, and yeah, we're gonna talk about it more next week, Friday at one p.m. again with the WandaVision after show. Again, this is the Han Talks first channel. I know Don't it's a Star that. Wars channel, <laughs> but we're branching out. We're talking about some Marvel stuff here, and we might continue to do so if people like it, and uh, you know, we enjoy talking about it. So, but anyway, come back next week. Come back Monday. We're doing a live stream talking about Star Wars news. And uh, you'll see me there. But um, yeah, be sure to follow us at our, our handles down below. I am Rice Crispy. Hello. Han Talks first. And until next time. I will want to envision you guys checking in with us next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>